This episode is sponsored by TerribleOrigami.com, home of sodas, apparently. Oh, it's home of the million dollar frog. Terrible Origami of TerribleOrigami.com. Putting the OMG in origami. We did it! Home of the million dollar frog. Welcome to Totes Recall, the podcast where we talk about a movie we haven't seen in a long time and don't remember, watch the movie, and talk about it again. Our sponsor today is a box of crap you can get in the mail every month, dot net. Box of crap in the mail, dot net every month. <laughs> it's a long <laughs> URL. It's a long URL. My wow. name is Dan. I'm Molly. I'm Other Dan. I'm Beth. Great. And our movie... This episode is Twister. Uh, I saw this movie, obviously. This is probably, I'm probably going to assume this for too many movies, but this is probably another (laughs) dad VHS tape off of free cable Uh and watched at home. I don't think I saw this in the theaters. uh, And probably not after it came out in any recent time frame. Do we think it came out in the 90s? Yeah. Yes. Mid. Definitely like 90s. 96. I am so agreeing. while yes. Mad About yes. You was still on the air. Correct. Yes. Oh. Is Paul Reiser in this movie? No. no. But Helen Hunt. There yes. you go. Patriarchy. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> also, uh, early Philip Seymour Hoffman role Indeed. in this movie. Oh, yeah. 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 Early appearance. Was, yeah. And, and Bill, Bill Pullman. Paxton. Paxton. Uh, classic. Pullman Paxton. Yep. <laughs> the old Pulpax. Yeah, I'm 90% sure it's Paxton. I yes. am too. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You can make it a bet. Paxton. You can make it a chiquette bet. He was, I just watched um, some movie, Edge of Tomorrow. Uh-huh. And he's in that. I didn't recognize him. And he was fantastic. He's a, he's a delightful man. A chameleon. Yeah. Bill Paxton. Well, not really. <laughs> Mostly I just think of him with true lies. Where he's these cross salesman that gets really scared. Oh, he goes, yeah. I got a little dick. He says that. Yeah, he does. He is <laughs> a he's a <laughs> he is maybe one of the best, like if you're being mean, one note actors out there. If you're being generous, narrow band of characters actor mm. out there. Yeah. Because he never really stretches too far. From like kind of frightened. And just sort of like, I don't know how to describe it. Like he always sort of just plays Bill Paxton. Sure. You know what I mean? On some level. Is he always scared? He's always startled at one point, I feel like, in every movie he's in. Tombstone. He's kind of the weakest of the brothers. Well, to be fair, this one is about tornadoes. Yeah, easily startled by any. I feel like anyone would be startled. Yeah. But aren't they storm chasers? Like, they're storm chasers, Yeah. Yeah. It's their job to chase storms? Yeah. Sometimes you get a little too close to the edge. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Hey. Is that the tagline for this movie? (laughs) I hope so. Should have been. Should have been. Of the storm. I have trouble when I, whenever I picture where they actually catch up to the tornado, mm-hmm. all of a sudden my brain splices in that scene from Man of Steel where um, the guy from Field of Dreams. Yep, Kevin Costner. Kevin, Kevin Costner. Costner. <laughs> Beloved actor. Kevin. Beloved actor. Well, uh, also maybe... Do people love him? I don't, I don't know. know. At one point... He's the bottom of the barrel. In my he book. might also have a narrow band. <laughs> Back in the day, he was beloved. Sure. At any rate, I can only picture him. I didn't see that movie. It was terrible. I know. 
him in like the beginning. No, of Man the of part. Steel. Well, the part of Man of Steel where the tornado comes and he dies. <laughs> yeah. Because oh, Clark right, right. can't save him. Yeah. Oh wait, this is a Superman. Movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so like, it was spoiled Steel. in the fifties. Got it. Or the 40s. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to make that bet. Father. Except his father didn't die because he decided to not save him. His father just didn't die in the original Superman story. Oh. Hmm? We're talking about the movie. We're talking about the movie Man of Steel, which I have not seen. This is bad. Oh, I am I'm really aware of that. <laughs> I, but that's a different movie. It is. <laughs> when did you see this movie, Molly? Uh, I saw Twister, I want to say, in the theaters. I feel like it was a family outing. Uh, The line that just killed, just killed, is uh, Helen Hunt saying cow. But she says it in the same way that you would say cow when you see a cow by the side of the road. Which also was a weird habit. Yes. Because, I mean, you know, you're not like fire hydrant. But when you (laughs) see a cow, you're like cow or horse. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Do you guys ever play Hey Cow on road trips? What is that? Yeah. So you're driving through the heart of America with yep. a lot of cows, yep. right? Yep. Uh, when you see a cow, you roll down your window and you scream, Hey Cow, as loud as you can. Mm-hmm. And then if the cow turns and looks at you, you get a point. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So you're just harassing livestock. Yeah. Okay. But it's fun because it's stupid and yeah. there's no way they're going to hear you while you're driving like 60 miles an hour. Unless they're like sure. right by that fence. Yeah. Yeah. But well, why would they be? So maybe she was playing Hey Cow. Maybe. That would be cool. Cow. 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 Is that... cow. Weren't their windows closed, though, because they're storm chasing? Um. Well, yes. Her, her purpose wasn't to get the cow's attention. It was like warning like the, should... everyone else that there's a cow. No, right? it, it wasn't even so much a warning. It's, it's a moment of wonder. It's an observation. It's an observation among a lot of chaos. Yes. And in my memory, it was hilarious. That was like the selling point of the whole movie. Was the cow? Was the cow. Oh, was that scene in all yeah. the previews? Yeah. yeah. So maybe I haven't seen this movie. You think? Maybe I've Wait. only seen No, I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> just because I told you something was popular, you assume you just haven't seen the rest of the movie? Yes. That is correct. Is the cow flying through the twister? Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. why, why else? Oh, I get it. As sure, you might like, think it's just standing there. Like right. in the middle, like they're driving real fast yeah. and it's in the road. Cow. No, sure. it goes flying by. Okay. It was a. Uh, it was sort of the sizzle reel for mm. the VFX. <laughs> what? Uh, oh, I just... You got to pitch something to sci-fi tomorrow? Yeah, no. yeah Cownado. Cownado, we just stumbled upon. Yeah. This is the prequel to Sharknado. Oh. I feel like maybe that was in the brainstorming session for Sharknado. Brainstorming? Is... Oh. Ah. <laughs> uh, there was, yeah, a group of people sitting around, and then they're like, oh, it could be like a Cownado. And somebody thought, no, I can top that. What's right. the scariest animal? Cougarnado. Oh. Just like ladies out on the <laughs> That would be terrifying. Hey, hey hot men. Ugh. Hey, man. Well, that didn't come out right. I'm recently divorced. <laughs> yeah. And then they go around so you yeah, don't hear it for effect. a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Dan, did you see this movie? Oh, I hope so. Yeah, I think I, I'm pretty sure I saw this movie in the theater. It might have also been a family outing because I don't know how old I was at the time. Uh, but I might not have been old enough to independently be like, I'm going to go see this movie. And I mostly remember the cow part two. And also the... When you said part two, I was thinking like the sequel part. Oh, no. It's <laughs> like, when does it show up again? And like... It's Curly's Gold. I guess it's... Right. Yes. yes. Uh, and then the like weird... 
Like, it's almost written. I remember just being written in such a way where, like, a class five tornado is actually, like, this, like the villain of the story. Yeah. Oh. Like, it's, like, a weather phenomenon is the closest thing the story has to a villain. Oh, no, there's, like, I think there's, like, a dick corporate storm chaser, too. But oh, like, the yes. rivals! Yes. yes. Probably. But, like, the last boss, if you will, is a class five tornado. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most of what I remember of this movie is, well, two things. One, they throw, like, a Prometheus-style magic balls into science. the twister yeah. to science it. Science is done oh, on no. this twister. To yes. map it. Oh, I no. did see this movie. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, and then also the ending, which I'm always amused at. They're, spoiler alert, obviously. Um, they are going to be killed by the tornado. Because yeah. yeah. how else is this movie going to go? And then right. they die. And then <laughs> they all die. Yeah. No, but they, to save themselves, Bill Paxton yep. ties a belt to mm-hmm. a pipe. Because that works. And that's going to work. Yeah. <laughs> I think you think you have Man of Steel. <laughs> is that a bet? <laughs> is that's, that a Molly bet? The, the number one thing I remember in this movie is... 100% sure. Tying a belt to a, a pipe. <laughs> like a loose pipe? Yeah, they they yeah, find a shack. Like, they're, they're running from the twister. Their car probably I got exploded. I would say a silo exploded. of some sort. Like yeah. they're at a farm. Sure. Yeah. And then they find, like, the pipe that goes down. So it's, like, at earth. least embedded into the earth. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but the belt is, like, not Yeah, the pipe be... part I'm okay with. It's uh-huh. the, hey, I'll just take my belt off and yeah. wrap it around the pipe and then hold it? I okay. think he holds, he's attached. Like, oh. And, then and I holds... think he's holding her hand oh. or something. So you are oh, is no. she... Okay, I think it starts in a hug. She ends up in a... They, she ends up almost in the tornado. He's holding right. her hand. Yeah. He doesn't let go. They yeah. fall in love at the end. Yeah. Being nearly eaten by the twister that murdered her father, <gasps> metaphorically speaking. That's right, I forgot. Did this twister kill her father? Yeah, yeah that's why she goes into storm chaser. That's oh. why a class five tornado is like the villain of the movie, because a class five tornado. story. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's hilarious, because <laughs> it's like a weather phenomenon, but she's like, I have to do this. But they don't really get the tornado by chasing it. No. I don't even know what storm chasing's about. It's about... Science? Yes. Love. We still don't Science. actually, as a species, fully understand why tornadoes happen. Or, like, why they happen when they happen, I guess. Oh, okay. Like, we're still really bad at predicting them. We're better than we, we used to be. This is a science corner right now. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but we're still terrible at it. That's why entire towns still get completely flattened yeah. every year. Because no one sees it coming. Yeah. We just yeah. have the first Wednesday of the month. Noon. Right. Mm-hmm. Which, oh, as a one. resident, a former resident of Kansas I used to work with, was like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That they just play the siren every month for us to listen to it. Because he came from a place where those sirens would go off all the time for real reasons. And the idea of just, like, throwing it on randomly for us to, like, know what it sounds like, he seems really dumb to him. Because then he feels like you no longer are actually mentally prepared to respond to it when it's real. So he would prefer that we hear it and all go running for shelter. Probably. I see. I, th- I guess if we had, like, full city drills, maybe he would approve. <laughs> but Yeah. But if you're in a place where it doesn't happen all the time... Right. Then you're going to hear it and be like, what is that? Yeah. But if you're every month, you know what it is. Because I always go, huh, oh, it's Wednesday. Right. Mm-hmm. It is a good reminder of Wednesdays. <laughs> First Wednesday of the month, check in with yourself. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, it's 1 p.m. I should break for lunch. Dear yeah. Beth. That would be a good life hack. Yes. When did you see this movie? Uh, also, how are you? I'm great. Thank you P.S. Great job on the podcast. Yes. Thank you. Wow. 
Wow. Love Dan. Ah. Oh. Sign off after the PS. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Non-conventional It stands for pre-script. Ah. Pre-signature. It stands for pre-signature. <laughs> um, dear Dan, I saw this. Uh, okay, I think I was too young to see this movie when it came out in theaters. Okay. Um, so, but I do remember it coming out. I remember seeing the previews of the cow and thinking that was funny. And I think I wanted to see it because of that. Sure. But it must have been rated PG-13. Mm, really? I don't know. There's definitely some intense moments. Yeah. I, intense action. Yes. Intensity. There's maybe some swearing. I bet there's a little swearing. There's probably a little swear. Yeah. You get one fuck. Not back then. For PG-13? No, this is pre-rejigger yeah. the yeah, yeah. MPAA? Yeah. Um, I have no idea. I don't know what the rules are now. I don't no know. one does. I don't think <laughs> anyone does. <laughs> They're like, yeah, PG-13, that sounds right. Um, but you're going PG-13? I think that's a, a worthwhile bet. Yeah. We never bet on the radio. No, that's actually a good point. Yeah. Um, Game changer. I think I saw it on TV. This, this is a movie that was on TV. Or at a sleepover. Ooh. Which, now that I'm thinking about it, is more likely. I think I saw it on VHS. Yeah. At my friend's house for a sleepover. Yeah. During a sleepover. You guys watched a scary movie oh, about ooh. threatening weather? Yeah. 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 Which, actually, this is probably super scary for me because I hate storms. Sure. Yeah. So, um, tornadoes are frightening. They are. Uh, they are a destructive force. Yeah. They are spite manifested. <laughs> like nature's spite uh, manifested. Yes. I'm going to go 95 on the year. Oh. Whoa. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm sticking with my 96. Me too. Double Dan. Double Dan down. I want to go 94. Oh! Just for fun. <laughs> I think this came out the same year Weezer's Blue Album dropped. Yes. That I could see that. That is my reference point. I could see that, sure. So a little My Name is Jonas in the soundtrack. <laughs> I doubt that. Oh, I hope so. Oh. What does the soundtrack sound like? You remember that? Twisting, twisting every no, day. No, way. no way. You think twist. it's like a... Like a like a soundtrack or no. like score. a score? I'm guessing it's mostly epic score with maybe like one classic rock song that they blast yes. in the storm track. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, Danny Elfman oh. as Whoa. the composer. Whoa, oh. bold. Total bold bet. Bold. But it seems right-ish. Sure. <laughs> Mid-90s? Mid-90s. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was doing sure he was pretty busy. much every movie. Stop. He was busy. Do you think this movie is spooky enough for Danny Elfman? I feel like all his movies Twisters. are spooky. It's pretty spooky. Yeah. It's got a really mean twister at the end. That's like true. real mean. Like her dad killing mean. Yeah. You know? yeah. But it's also a love story, right? Sort of. But is it like a rom com where no, when they first aren't they meet, divorced? They're not... What? Aren't they didn't they used oh. to be a couple and they like rekindle yes. their romance that through weather right. chasing? That just sounds like every movie. I no. think they used to be a couple. I don't know. Isn't he married. part of the rival team or something? I think so. What? Or sponsors them or something? That sounds accurate to me. So Helen Hunt yeah. and Philip Seymour Hoffman and then some other people, and yeah. they're like the underdog yes. storm chasers. Yes, they are the uh, they are the Animal House storm chasers. <laughs> and then Bill Paxton, former lover to Helen Hunt, mm-hmm. in the movie uh, or IRL, we don't know. <laughs> uh, Wasn't she married to Azari at the time? Hank. Yes. Oh, Hanky. Yeah. Hanky. Oh. Mm-hmm. Is that what we call him? <laughs> Hanky. Like uh, Bill Paxton, we think, is the rival, the corporate. I don't know. I feel like he's in some way they're in some way they are butting heads because he doesn't work for her. Like they don't work together anymore. I at the think beginning he's just of the a movie. separate storm chaser. Yeah, I don't maybe. think he's. But I don't know. There's definitely some like dick storm chasers though, right? Oh, for I'm sure. I'm not making that up. But I don't think I he's one of them. It, but, but he I don't could be. It. Oh. 
I'm now thinking that they were not in a relationship. They mm. just have worked together before, and she doesn't like him because he's cocky. I'm doubling Dan Thank down you. on they were romantically involved yeah. previously. Okay. Maybe he's like a rogue, like, man-with-no-name style storm chaser. He just, like, <laughs> swings in, and she's like, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? Because she's banging. It's me, Helen Hunt. Yeah, classic <laughs> Helen Hunt character. Do you think he, at ever any point, he or anyone else... Questions her ability to be a storm chaser because she's a woman. Uh, yes. Mm, I think because maybe. it's too dangerous. Yeah. yeah. He wants to protect her. I will bet. Like, F you. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I will You're bet this. A big idiot. I will bet that someone, probably Billy Pax, at one point says that she is not fit to be a storm chaser because she's in too deep because of the whole <laughs> tornado murdered her father thing. Sure. Mm. Yeah. That could be. Does she. Okay. Now I'm thinking of, I I think I'm mixing this up with contact, which she might not even be. Nope, that is Jodie Foster. Foster. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I feel like there's a point when she's... (laughs) Injury. Podcast injury. injury. Um, I feel like there's a point when she's in uh, her, like, childhood bedroom Mm -hmm. looking Mm. at photos. Maybe. And maybe the window's open, and, and it's windy, a gust, gust of wind. Gust of wind. Oh, no, there's totally... And it's her ghost, Dad? Maybe. Maybe. There's totally, like, a... She stops by... I don't know if it's her mother or just some sort of, like, matronly figure from her past in which that woman then informs the team that her father was murdered by a tornado. And that's when they realize, like, oh, my God, it's personal. You're in too deep. Uh, yeah. This time, it's personal. Right. It's me, Helen Hunt. <laughs> Do we think Helen Hunt has any female friends or any females that she talks to at all? I feel like movie? there's definitely a lady on the Storm team. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's her, Philip Seymour Hoffman, and then maybe like an intern or something yeah. who is a woman. Like is, a lady tech. Is that guy who who is in... <laughs> the guy who is in Home Alone oh. and... Uh, Macaulay Culkin? Nope. City Slickers? In City Slickers. That guy? Is he also on the Storm Chaser? <laughs> <sighs> he seems like he should be. He seems. He definitely seems like he should be. I okay. can't remember his name. I'm going to bet that he is. Oh, wow. <laughs> Bold. <laughs> Bold I'm bet. I'm pretty sure he is. City, do we remember his name? I think he drives uh, the truck. Daniel Stern. I, yeah. Yes. Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern. Let me <laughs> reinflect that. Daniel Stern. Uh, but to Molly's point about female friends... Mm-hmm. How do we feel about the Bechdel test? The test, if a movie passes... Oh, no, explain it poorly. If two named female characters have a conversation with each other about something other than a man. Yes. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. Nailed it. I think she talks to, like, okay, she either talks to uh, her mother or a woman who's in been in her life for a long time, like lives in the small town that they live in together or is her aunt or something, right. about... Something like her dad, or I, I think this but is that's when they're her at, dad, though. When she, yes. So what so, I'm going to say is no. I think they're going to talk about her dad. I think if there is any conversation, it's related to storm chasing. Yeah. But I, I just don't think it's going to pass. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it does because I'm pretty sure there is a lady partner in the storm team, and they will probably talk about those weird storm balls at some point. Yeah. Because I feel like Phyllis Seymour Hoffman. This is back in the era where he was just playing like awkward bumbly dudes. So I feel like he doesn't even have that much agency on the storm chasing team. He's just sort of like, oh, I'm the weird tech guy. I'm gonna type on something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like she has to talk. I could be wrong. There might it might just be the two of them in a truck for the whole movie. I have no idea. <laughs> I think 
Yeah, if there's a lady tech, then I think that's a good avenue. Yeah. Uh, and I think there is. So I'm going to go yes as well. Uh, I feel like there's a bigger team than just her and one other guy. Right. Like she radios into somebody. Yeah, there's going to be like a shouting radio conversation. Definitely. Oh, yeah. That's like, get out of there. You're in too deep. Yeah, your father <laughs> or whatever. Well, if it's father, it's You're different. cutting it too close. Yeah. 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 Or there's going to be some, at one point, Helen will definitely be cutting it too close. Yeah. yeah. No question. Sub-question, is the storm a man? If she's getting revenge on him? Uh. <laughs> they named tornadoes, right? No. They named no. hurricanes. They named hurricanes. They don't name tornadoes. No, there's too many of them. And, and we can't predict them as right? easily. Yeah. But once they happen, you know they're there. You can name. Yeah, them. but no, they're they only there it. for a few minutes. You name the tornado based on the name of the town it hits. Oh, oh. there you go. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Because like hurricanes, like those, like those are creepers. They creep up on coasts. Sure. You know, so you can take time to name them. <laughs> tornadoes, they just kind of like you know, bam. Uh, so they're all named Emerald. Yeah. Yep. Aha! Uh-huh. 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 Jokes. Side note about storms and the patriarchy. Uh-huh. Did you guys see that <laughs> uh, study that uh, more people die from female named hurricanes by taking because they take them less seriously? Yes. Yep. That is crazy. Yeah, it? it is. So they're like, oh, here comes Hurricane Fred. In that situation, they would go to their basement. Like, holy shit, Fred's coming. But if it's Hurricane Emily, they'll be like, eh, this will probably be fine. And then they get killed. Yeah. That's crazy. But it's, yeah. It's every other, every other, they switch it off, right? Yep, they switch the genders. It's like a male name, a female name, B. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. That's how it works. Just so everyone knows. Boy, girl, boy, girl. (laughs) Boy, girl, boy, girl. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The more I get tuned in with gender issues and how confining just having two genders is for people, it shines a light on everything. Mm -hmm. Like hurricanes. Why can't one be named? Dog. Ooh, no one would get take cover from dog. <laughs> like, oh, dog, is, dog okay. is coming. What if it was like Hurricane Vicious Untrained Pitbull? Oh. Well, now that's rude to Pitbull. That is rude. No, you that's could be like, stereotype. you could yeah. be like Hurricane Vicious. What's that? Vicious. So, lady Vicious. Yeah, well, oh, Vicious. 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 Welcome to the Vicious Show. is going to hurt you. Huh. Yep. Mm, that mm. doesn't sound scary. No. Were you trying to be scary? I was. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say <laughs> that <laughs> if there is a, a woman on their team that she's unnamed. Oh, rough. I Burn. think that's where um, that's where they fail. Sticking to my guns. All right. Me too. Okay. Great. I want to give. I want to put the faith into whoever wrote this movie. Yeah. Any big names attached to this movie beyond the ones we've named? Uh. Hmm. I feel like maybe the we'll I will probably I will put a bet down that we will recognize the head of the dick storm chasers. It might not be like super famous, <laughs> but I'm like, come on. The head of the dick. It, it might not be someone like super famous, but it'll probably be a recognizable character actor that will be like, oh that guy. Dustin Hoffman. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be What's Maybe his name? Like Matthew Lillard or something. Do we think Hank, Hank Azaria's in this movie and that's where they met? No. No, they, they met, met some... before Twister. Mm-hmm. On Fine. The Simpsons? Oh. What? what? No, no. That was after Mad About You. No, no, his role on The Simpsons. No, but her really... role on The Simpsons. Oh, was after was Mad After About You. What was her role on The Simpsons? She played a woman who fell in love with Mo, who was voiced by Hank Azaria, and it was very meta. Oh. Very sweet. Mm-hmm. 
And he got his face all beautified. Uh, maybe. I don't remember. They're divorced now. It doesn't matter. TV show. Oh, that's too bad. (laughs) They had a scene. I could be wrong about that, actually. No, no, they are divorced because I was very sad because I got very invested in their relationship watching an HBO show that went nowhere. And it's not their fault. It was about (laughs) people who moved to L.A. and are trying to make it as actors uh, they only had like six episodes. Anyway, at one point, this guy lucks out and he gets to go play poker at Hank Azaria's house. Oh. And it's actually going kind of well. He's doing okay with the game and he's getting along and everybody's joking around. And uh, Hank Azaria at one point makes a joke where he calls up Helen, which is funny because they're divorced, but it's real sensitive and awkward. And um, <laughs> anyway, at one point, he wins a whole hand. Like he wins all the money from everybody, uh-huh. all of these uh you know, important people in Hollywood they are sitting on the table and he reaches in and grabs the money and then makes the same Helen joke and gets thrown out of the house. You know what? Nothing went right for any of these actors that moved to L.A. in this TV show. I sort of feel like it was a warning. Is this... this they play themselves? Is this a real... No, no, it's not a real thing. It was was a scripted show that was just bad. Okay. But it's not Twister. No, it it might have been a Man of Steel. I don't know. (laughs) Now I kind of want to watch Man of Steel. It sounds fascinating. Yeah. There's a poker game for no reason with Hank Azaria. Yeah. Kevin Costner ties his belt to a pipe. Uh Yeah. And uh, uh, his son fails to save him. Which is dumb. Then Helen Hunt shows up in a wet t-shirt. What? Does that happen in that movie? No. What movie is that? Oh. I have not seen that movie. Is it her dad or her daughter that gets gets killed in the tornado? When? Dad. In this movie? Am I thinking contact is something? Okay, I don't yes. know what's happening. Contact, well, contact is also has her dad. Hmm. Contact is also her dad, and again, that's Jodie Foster. Oh, they I, they're in a similar bucket of actresses. Sure. I, Can we agree though that Helen Hunt and <laughs> Lily Sobieski look exactly the same? I don't know who that is, but sure. Okay, I'll agree to that. I also don't know who. That is. <laughs> right. We're gonna look them up. Yes. Are we putting that down as a best yeah. bet? Yes. Best bet. Really, so Bieski. Yep. I bet mm-hmm. I spelled that right. Yep. 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 That's good. So, Beth, what do you think? Are you going to enjoy this movie more or less than? Well, how do you think you're gonna enjoy it? I guess. I think I'm gonna like it more. Um, because I don't remember having an opinion about it <laughs> <laughs> either way. Um. So I'll probably have more fun this time watching it because I'll probably get more and be less All those afraid of tornadoes. Body jokes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I remembered feeling like this movie was fine and entertaining, but nothing to write home about. Uh-huh. And I bet I'll feel the same way. I feel like it's not going to be so layered that, as an adult, I'll get it more. Mm. So I think I'll still enjoy it. But it'll be like, oh, it's a fine movie. Three stars. Sure. I feel like uh, I'm going to have a baseline of enjoying it and like a, a subline of, of being mad at it. Mad about you? Oh! oh! Yeah. Sorry. Yes. I apologize <laughs> to right, everyone. I wish we could close <laughs> uh, Yeah, I think I'm with you, Molly. Like, I feel like I'm going to go into this thinking like, I remember this being pretty good. 
But then I'm also going to be just expecting it to not be that good because I just feel like that's usually how movies go. <laughs> where you think you remember them being like, like especially movies like this where like they were literally just churned out of a studio mm-hmm. in an attempt to make money with a new thing. Which this time it was like, we made a CGI cow in the 90s. This is crazy. <laughs> like they were really proud of that cow. Yeah. Yeah. I think they won an Oscar for it. <laughs> oh. oh. So yeah, I think Get it's right going to be right pretty decent. But I'm going to not help but be able to see all of the flaws that I missed when I saw it in the yeah, 90s. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Mad about you. <laughs> <laughs> well, so with that, we're going to hit pause on the microphone while we go rewatch Twister. Uh, and then we'll be back in just a moment. Um, 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 um. And we're back. We just finished watching Twister, a film made in 1996, yep. as it turns out. Yep. Nailed it. Dan's nailed it yep. on the year. Yep, I went a little early. Yeah. I went way early. Yep. Uh, it is now the 20th anniversary of that movie, I feel like. After, from the beginning of that movie to the end of the movie, it has <laughs> taken us to 2016. <laughs> yep, <laughs> accurate. Yeah. That uh, was real long. Real, real long. Long movie. I feel like they could have they could have cut out an entire tornado. They chase or just driving in general. Yeah. yeah, or there's a lot of driving. Or maybe just like one of the like eight conversations between Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton about whether or not they are both okay <laughs> with what they're doing in their lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you did nail it, saying that they are getting divorced. Boom. Yeah. yeah. Or were divorced. They were romantically entangled. Right. Yes. They were married but separated. Yes. One signature away yes. from divorce. They were like the vice president of divorce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And Billy Pax comes back into Helen Hunt's life. Yes. By trying to get her to finalize the divorce papers. Right. Much like Sweet Home Alabama. What? Oh, yes. Is yes. That a, the exact same plot of Sweet Home Alabama. I'm the movie saying. or the song? The song. The, the movie. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah, that's what that's about, right? Where you signed divorce did anyone? <laughs> did anyone remember that his new lady was tagging along? Mm-mm. No. Yeah. No. I actually, like, gasped in surprise when she showed up. I'd yeah. completely forgotten about that character. I guess it gives, uh, you know, it gives the viewpoint of... Holy shit, these guys are crazy Which storm they chasers. They totally yeah. are. Yeah. She serves uh I think three purposes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and otherwise is not important in the movie. No. Yeah. And it's she's uh the the lady, the new lady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's some jealousy Tension. going on. Yeah. Uh she is not understanding of science, right. even though she is a doctor. But she's a therapist. She's a, therapist. a reproductive she is therapist. A prompter yeah. of exposition. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. And then um, I had a third thing, but I don't remember. Oh, I feel like comedic relief in a way because sure. there's some tense moments, and then she's talking on her ridiculous cell phone, right? Yeah. Um, trying to explain things to people on the phone. Yeah. But she operates pretty much as, uh, yeah, just sort of an object. Yeah, yeah. For those things. Like, did In anyone fact, else? What is her name? Uh, um, Stephanie. No, no, it's a Melissa. <laughs> it's Melissa. Melissa. Yes, that's Mendoza. Yes. 
Melissa, I want to say this. It is played by Jamie Hertz. Okay. Or Gertz, sorry. Who uh, (laughs) I think of as the person who did not get the Sandra Sandra Bullock role in Speed. Oh. She came in second, apparently. She's famous for not getting the role. Well. That's rough. I mean, she was reasonably famous before. Oh. And through half of watching Twister, I was like, oh, I really can't see her doing as good a job as Sandra Bullock and being sweet and adorable and funny because she didn't show that much emotion. She wasn't really really given a chance, though. No, she she? really didn't. But then by the end of the film, she was knocking it out of the park. I yep. thought, yeah. and I felt really sad for her. But I mean, this way. But is also good for her because she was like, "Screw this guy. Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah, and rude." Her, her and final rude. moment is good. I think mm-hmm. that was for me. That was it. Like yeah. When she's like, "Oh, I'm leaving," and he's like, "Oh, good. You'll be safe at the hotel room." No. I've gone back to wherever. Wherever I come from, right? <laughs> Which is <laughs> not explained. <laughs> That's like, oh yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, Did anyone else feel like uh, some of her? like role as being like the comic relief came from a very mid nineties, uh, stigma around therapy and mental illness in general. So I feel like half the jokes are just like, LOL, she is trying to help people. (laughs) Whereas now I feel like that stigma has gone away to a little, at least to a point where it's not just like funny that she's talking to crazies. Yeah. That seemed like half the joke. It was like, oh, she's a therapist. How weird. Well, she's also a reproductive therapist. So right. this gave the opportunity for us to say penis a lot. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't understand what that job is. That's like, I don't, what is that job? Well, it's when people I, are facing infertility and then you talk to a therapist about So it's it. still counseling. Yes. yes. It's not biological therapy. No. I, no, I don't think so. It's very specialized on working through your issues yeah. about having kids or not being on the She's not like or... manually stimulating anything, if that's what you're asking. Is that what you're asking? <laughs> that's what I'm asking. <laughs> I'm asking like, is she making them do like squats to make them more fertile or whatever? No. Or Maybe. Like, no, she's not like back. a physical therapist. That was she's not like Helen Hunt's character in that one movie from a couple years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh... As good as it gets? No. <laughs> <laughs> she's been in other movies, you guys. It's about a guy who can't move very well, and she's like a sex... It doesn't matter. Yeah. It was okay. But a sex therapist is another job that I still am not sure if it's real, but back when I was a young teen boy, I was like, holy shit, if people just have sex with you to make you better, how do I sign up for this? And I never figured it out. Okay. You should probably watch this movie I was just mentioning that I can't remember the name of. Helen Hunt as a sex therapist. Yeah. And she's like the kind that you think shouldn't exist and probably doesn't really exist she's probably just more like a i don't know if she's licensed in any way there's a whole shtick about it in the movie okay it doesn't matter i'll check it out okay. as good as it gets yes <laughs> yep yeah exactly He's also in this movie oh he is jack nicholson cameo, he, cameo. <laughs> as the face of one of the thousands of tornadoes that appear in this movie yes for those listeners who do want to watch this movie it's called the sessions oh because i sold it so well yeah. they're really gonna want to yeah, check yeah. that out yeah. It, it was pretty good. I felt like sharing my Google knowledge. Thank you. With the world. Thank you, Beth. You're welcome. You are like the, uh, I guess, the Philip Seymour Hoffman, right? Yeah. It was very unclear what all of their roles were. There were like a dozen dudes hanging out with Helen sure. Hunt. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I checked maps. The map guy was clear. He was also uh, Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We we vastly, as Molly started to say, we vastly underestimated the size oh my God. of Helen wow. Hunt's team. We thought it was like maybe a lady tech, Philip Seymour Hoffman and her, but there's like seven or eight. There's a caravan. 
Yeah. There is one lady. Yes. Other lady who goes unnamed. Yes. Uh, most of them go unnamed. I think they're credited, but I don't think we I think really probably all of the names got said once, but we were too busy talking over yeah. it. Yeah, that's true. They'll have sick names like... Rabbit. Eddie. Yeah. Badger. Dusty. The Dust Man. Scorpion. <laughs> they were all DJs on local radio. <laughs> they kind of were, though. Like, yeah. it was like this weird just like team of bros. Yeah, but they were all like extreme, like like adrenaline junkie yeah. type people. Yeah. yeah. Like the <gasps> robbers from Point Break. Yep. Like mm-hmm. the surf robbers. Yes. They were nowhere near as good a shape as them, though. No. No. But I think it's worth saying how Philip Seymour Hoffman elevated oh his my character. God. It was amazing. Yeah. Which is really, like, I there were many times during the movie, I was like, wow, he is doing such a better job than anybody else ever in that role. Totally. Yeah. This was, like, this was during his, this is like, the beginning of the rise of Hoff. It's, like, pre, way pre-Magnolia, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. But, like, it's coming, you know? Like, mm-hmm. he's starting to show up in things. Like, he was that guy. Like, the whole team was that guy's. Oh, yeah. And this yeah. was when Hoffman was, like... <laughs> Just about to break out of that guy, more so. Like he was definitely the top of the that guy pile until about a couple years ago. Yeah, but this was like bottom of that guy, bottom but of that guy. but really good at it. Yeah, he's like the that guy that you're like, well, that guy was really good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the whole everybody in the everyone movie, was that guy. Gary Busey's son, yes, is in it. Uh, yeah, uh, Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. The guy who I thought was that other guy. The guy who looked like Daniel, <laughs> a cross between Daniel Stern and Rob Schneider. Right. Mm-hmm. But we didn't actually know who he was. No. no. Creepy dude from David Lynch movies. Yep. Oh, the guy with the blonde curly hair who I realize now was in an NBC comedy. Okay. I think about couples. I'll try to look it up. Which guy? The big guy? No, 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 no. Oh. He was he was just one of those that guy. There were so many. But he was he was partially balding. He plays a husband in. A show that's not mad about you. Okay. I remember there's a there's a guy the guy in the David Lynch movies. I was like I've seen him in something before. He was in Mad Men. Oh yeah, he was. Something. He was the he was like the co- uh, comedian. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Photo shoot. Yep. That guy. Mm-hmm. Huh. For uh, Uts Nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Advertising. And then Carrie Elway oh. is the. As Dan noted, the Dan head of Dick recognizable was the note for Dan's uh, comment. (laughs) It was not only Carrie Elway's, but Carrie Elway's with a southern accent. Yes. Mm -hmm. Tour de force. Which was, although when he got stressed and yelled, that southern accent went away a little bit. Yes, it did. It certainly did. And he, so he is the bad guy, the big corporate bad guy, as we predicted. Did they say what corporate entity was sponsoring them? They just no. had a lot of money. They had a lot of grant money. And They're you knew that because all their cars were black. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they had uh, what looked to be clean clean cars. Right. There and wasn't uh, Coke bottles yes. everywhere. There was like also that very helpful exposition from Bill Paxton <laughs> describing exactly who they were and where they came from. <laughs> yeah. The big theme uh, in relation to them was the difference between instincts right. and just like monetary equipment and funding. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, Carrie always had all of the funding and the gadgets in the world, Lots but he had gadgets. no instincts, right? Mm-hmm. which kept coming up over and oh, over. Oh, my God. They'd always be driving towards a tornado, and like all the science would say it's going to be here, and yeah. then Billy Pax is just like, turn right, right. now, do it. Yeah. And then there'll be... I guess exactly where they need to be, but they almost die every time. Yeah. yeah. But, so, I mean, they're kind of trying to almost die because they yeah. have to get really close to it to launch their thing. Yeah. Like their science pods. Science balls. Or whatever. <laughs> science balls. Yeah. And this is such a minor thing, but it's not even instincts. 
It's instinct. Yeah. Like it's singular. Yeah. And it's it's he's the, the human barometer. Yeah. And also crazy. Yeah. What do they call him? Extreme. The extreme. extreme. They call him extreme. The extreme. Yeah. I have to assume this is before extreme got played out, right? Oh yeah. yeah. This is like this is when extreme like was. I feel like cool. still a thing. Extreme. Yeah. It was like this came out, then the X Games, and then Kool Aid, and then Kool Aid. Yeah, well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're I mean. in we're, we're in the height like, of extreme. Yes, like there is a moment where Helen Hunt has a jacket on and a flannel tied around yes. her waist. <laughs> that is extreme. Yeah, that's extreme. Yeah. Obviously, uh, Philip Hoffman is wearing uh, like very dark av- or welder's goggles over his neck all the time for no reason. <laughs> yeah, he never puts them on, even at high force winds, shooting debris at him. He does oh, not put those goggles. Oh, he's the photographer. Oh, he's got the video camera, yeah. you guys. Yeah. I think unnamed lady is maybe the tech person. She's the data person. Yeah, she yeah. gets to be like, look at all this data. She's like, numbers are coming in. Like that's literally her Unix, job. Unix, I know this. Ah, yeah. well, yeah, that's something we should talk about. Like there was, we all sort of felt like this was basically like someone saw Jurassic Park, looked at the money it made, it was like, we need to make another one of those. And someone else, I assume, was like, what if we did Jurassic Park with tornadoes? I think they were like, what if we did Michael Crichton and Steven Spielberg? Natural disaster, yeah. Helen Hunt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even, yeah, Helen Hunt is kind of in the same bucket as Laura Dern mm-hmm. with uh, Jodie Foster. Yep. And then Bill Paxton is kind of a Sam Neill type mm-hmm. kind of. as well. Yep. Uh, a little more wormy. Oh, way more annoying. Yeah. Sam Neill was charming in Jurassic Park most yeah. of the time. <laughs> oh, man. This guy. Yeah. He, I guess he plays his character pretty well, but he's kind of a douche. Yeah. Uh, there's some some primo mansplaining oh my God. near oh. the beginning when uh, the dumb future wife. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who's a doctor. Who's a doctor. It's like, hey, what does that machine do with right. the science balls that they're going to shoot yep. into the tornado? And <laughs> Helen Hunt explains it very clearly and to the point. Concise. Yeah. Yeah. And then Bill Paxton nearly repeats it like right. it doesn't change much <laughs> literally just, just grabs one of the science balls and like <laughs> swirls it around in his hand as a visual yeah. aid yeah there's a tornado in the background so you know right. what it would look like in a mm-hmm. tornado yeah because yeah. it's it's hard to visualize he does not have a lot a of medical res- degree no right <laughs> yeah there's definitely some like respect issues going on for a good chunk of that and he's just a bully for he half of He literally steals the keys out of her hand. Out of her mouth. She's holding them in her mouth. Oh, ready. violation. And grabs it right out of her face. No wonder they're getting divorced. And it's not even his truck. It's her truck. Yeah. yeah. Everything about it is terrible. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't understand, like, what they want us to feel in that movie. Because I did, like, you feel sympathy for her, right? For the, for Melissa? Oh, yeah. the new wife. Yeah. yeah. But then is she supposed to be the bad guy in that situation? You want her to go away and Helen Hunt to be with Not that her. much. Yeah. I really didn't I mean, want them the together. Idea, yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, but it's like, eh, have They could have stayed together or broken up. Yeah. I don't know. I felt like Helen Hunt's character was much more brave and interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and she seemed to have more motivation behind her decisions versus Bill Paxton's character, which seemed... Uh, first of all, I don't think anybody calls it a weatherman. I believe it's an on-air meteorologist. Oh. oh. Yes. How about 96? What? How about back in 1996? Oh. Was that weatherman days? 
I'm sorry, I was thinking it was the call numbers for a local radio station. <laughs> <laughs> what about old 96? <laughs> Billy Pax in the... Billy Pax in Dusty Brigade. Yeah, God. <laughs> uh, yep. Have I ever told you guys how I kind of want to be a weatherman? Still? Yeah. No. Uh, on-air meteorologist? An on-air meteorologist. So I feel you don't like want it that bad. It's the kind of job where you can just be a weirdo. Yeah, Like for oh, sure. Yeah. You pick like a bizarre nickname. Yep. Uh, the Storm Phillips. Yeah, weather related somehow. <laughs> that seems kind of on the nose, doesn't it? <laughs> well, there was the guy in Philly was like Gale Hurricane and then whatever his last name was. Why wasn't he just Gale Force Winds whatever his last name was? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But then he was like a kind of like a small turtle looking man. <laughs> he wore a bow tie. But his nickname was Hurricane. And I feel like you probably don't have to do much. You just stand in front of a green screen and like you can be a weirdo. Sure. Doesn't matter. Don't you have to actually like know how to read the models though? Probably. Like before like you go big, on air? Like a big city. You probably have to be real. Yeah. But like if you're like small town a weatherman. Small town weatherman. You just get the printout? Yeah. Or something? Uh Letterman started as a weather reporter. Letterman Weatherman? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh wow. And he was making too much too many jokes. Oh. Uh, so couldn't be one. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll be a YouTube star. You? Yeah. Or Letterman? You should start doing weather reports on YouTube. <laughs> it just be so old. Yeah. Like, today it's sunny outside. Stand in front of a... Window? Green, yeah, I guess oh. a window. I still need a green screen. Sure. Anyway, that's just my dream. <laughs> uh, we were right about the rating, PG-13. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a little bit some salty language. Yeah. Carrie always got called a wiener and a dirtbag. <laughs> <laughs> And they had already used penis earlier for right. one of her therapy crawls. Yes. Oh, yeah. And I think they said shit. Billy Pax said shit a lot. Oh, and son of a bee, yeah, they that said. Was near the end when they were in the finger of God. Yes. Tornado. Ooh. That's what? what they called it. That's what they called it F5. F5, finger, finger of God. God. Oh, like the middle finger. Eh, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's just like. It's like destruct, so destructive. Yeah, like oh, like I feel like if any so finger of an all powerful deity were to just drag across the earth, it'd be pretty destructive, right? Yeah, I get it. It's like a Vatican ceiling finger of God, not like middle finger. Sure. Well, they were Sistine telling Chapel? some salty stories. Yeah, so that's what I there was some meant. nudity or half nudity. There was des- described in a shower scene that was anything but sexual. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you. There's only one reason for a shower scene. Oh, no, there's two reasons. Yep. One? Crying. Oh, okay. Three. Okay. <laughs> Crying? Yep. Uh, washing off something terrible like blood or right. something. Mm-hmm. And then sexiness. Yep. Those are the three yeah. reasons to have a shower wasn't she... There wasn't really a point to that. It was yeah. mostly as if she could like not be in the room while they talked about her father getting eaten by an F5 tornado. I think it was supposed to be she's washing away her last hesitation and is going to like Simon. sign the, Or she's, yeah, because then her aunt comes in and has a very helpful conversation, which is very sweet. And that's what prepares her to steal that um, drive-in theater employee's pen right. and to sign the divorce papers. Well, first she uh, confuses <laughs> the drive-in drive theater employee by ordering eight copies. Yeah. Yeah. Which is blown away by. Yeah. Let's, can, we, can we give credit to that day player lady who got that one line, which was literally to just react to the order of eight copies? She nailed that. Yeah. Like, that spoke volumes, the way she said 
Eight? Yeah, that character was very full. <laughs> yeah. I had a very clear picture of what that teenage yeah, uh, you could concession be- worker right. was going on. You could believe that she would not see Helen Hunt steal that pen. Yeah. <laughs> she was so flustered <laughs> by eight by copies. Eight copies. Eight? And I just want to mention that Bill Paxton's character comes up and oh. orders two coffees. Yeah. And guess who gets coffee and who doesn't? Patriarchy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. major patriarchy. Mm-hmm. And they don't get to finish the coffee because a massive tornado. <laughs> yes, <laughs> although... <laughs> Uh, we were discussing this in the first half, and Helen Hunt refers to one of the supervillain tornadoes as a she. Mm, yes. Like, probably the most powerful one of the whole, the boss tornado, I believe, was yep. referred to as a she. Yep. Hey, do you guys know why hurricanes are named after women? Why? Is it because of the hurra prefix? Because when they be... come, oh they're God. all wet and wild. Uh. <laughs> and when they leave, they take your house and your car. No, no, keep it. Keep it. This is part of his weatherman reel. This is part of his weatherman I'm getting a report of a real house stealer coming in here. Just like my ex-wife. I can't believe I gave you credit for knowing the Greek prefix. Uh, wow. I can't believe I surprised you guys with that joke. <laughs> I was as old as time. Oh, well, I just think we didn't expect you to throw that in there. And, yeah. Well, I have to say one of the funniest moments of the film for me is mm-hmm. after the team rescues a dog. Yes. Uh, they rescue other people as well, but they rescue a dog. Right. And out of nowhere, Dan Linden exclaims, now they have a dog on their team. <laughs> they did, though. They did. The dog it stuck was... with them the rest of the <laughs> The film. coolest thing that happened in probably the last quarter of the movie. Yeah, there was so yeah. much driving, you guys. It was oh. uh, extreme. Nope. Lost it. <laughs> There's a lot Cut of driving. It. Is Cut that where you're going? It. What? What were you trying to say? I don't remember. Were you going to say something about it? <laughs> <laughs> well, Are you thrown out by that great joke that Dan just told? You're still thinking about it? You're still processing it? <laughs> I had a thought, and then I just thought about driving and how boring it was. Yeah. Oh, I oh. remember. When we when we finished uh, the first half, mm-hmm. uh, Dan, Weatherman Dan. Oh. <laughs> New nickname. Uh, uh, said... I feel like we didn't say what happened in the plot at all. Yeah. And um, now that we watched the movie, I feel like we did. Right. I feel Indeed. like we covered it. There's Indeed. storms. It's just They that were previously slow. romantic. Yeah. Yep. And then they get it. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's right down to there are four Dorothys, and pretty much the moment they say there are four of them, you're just counting down. Right. Tornadoes. The Dorothys are the, like... Super weather machines. Yeah. Space balls. Space balls. Space balls. The science balls. Science balls, yeah. Science yeah. balls. yeah. Oh, yeah. We uh, wondered if there was going to be a moment uh, where she was told she couldn't do it because she was a woman. Uh huh. I don't think that ever no. happened, right? No. Like no. that, her femaleness was never. There was a there was a moment where Carrie Ellis was like on the precipice of being con like he was being condescending to her, but it would never went all the way to like oh a gentle lady like you. It was more just like I have money, and you yeah. can go suck it. Yeah, really, are... it was never like because you're a lady. Right. Well, she was just one of the dudes. Yeah, because like they go. She was the alpha dude. Yeah, they go mm-hmm. to um, they go to the aunt's house and they're all getting food and uh, new lady. Yes. gets a steak and potatoes put on her plate and she is 
a stomach. <laughs> what was that? Like <laughs> she's like food. Yeah, what? it's not like she even said like, "Oh, I'm a vegetarian." She just was like horrified that she was being offered. F- I don't know. It was really confusing. <laughs> you know, like a thick steak and eggs. Was that literally eggs. all it was? It was just like, "Oh, a big steak." Ugh. Yeah. I'm a city girl or I whatever. Think it was just a chaotic situation, sure. and everything was more than she could handle. That's true. I mean, Philip Seymour Hoffman exemplified by the gigantic pan-seared oh. steak, which didn't look that delicious to me. It was huge. Yeah. Like three people could eat in that one steak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was another cow reference. That was all about cows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The cow, definitely present and still looked good, I thought. And actually. Mm-hmm. confirmed Oscar winning cow. Oscar winning yeah. cow. Yeah. I will say, uh, I found this movie fairly boring overall, but the like high intensity action scenes when they happened, I thought were pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was engaged. They didn't look hokey. I think they held up. Uh, and the cow going across was cool. Yeah. And she did remark cow and then another cow. Yes. But it was the same cow. It was. Because mm-hmm. tornadoes go in circles. Right. Did he bring the house down? No. Not this house. Not this 1996, house. 1996, though? Maybe. Killed. Yeah. Would have killed. <laughs> For sure. For sure. I thought you meant a literal house. <laughs> we are talking about a movie about tornadoes. Well, later in the movie, bring a lot of house. they <laughs> drove <laughs> through a house. Yeah, they did. What are you talking about? house. It what? It spared a house. It did. The yeah. symbolic house of her childhood or yes, something? Yes, and of her family. Yeah. Yes. Uh, did, this movie did pass the Bechdel test yes. a couple oh. times. Yes. I wouldn't call it flying colors. No. But no, no movie passes no it with flying like, colors. <laughs> what about like the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants? I didn't see that, but probably. That'd be weird if it didn't. <laughs> but yeah, a couple different times. One in the aforementioned mansplaining scene right yes. before. Yes, mm-hmm. it got undercut by the mansplaining. Uh, I think Molly and Beth the, had took uh, umbrage, umbrage mm-hmm. with that, but then a couple other times. Well, then the second time is inside a diner where you have Joe, the Helen Hunt character, yes. talking to Melissa, the new wife character. And for a moment, they are talking about storms. Yes. And then we're like, oh, oh they're about to yeah. have conversation. And then out of nowhere, Melissa says, you're still in love with them, aren't you? Oof. Yeah. Ugh. That was a big rug pull up. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, but then there was a ambulance scene where Joe Helen Hunt's character is talking to her aunt after her aunt was damaged mm-hmm. by the tornado, mm-hmm. and they have you know real moment. How are you doing? Back and forth. Yep. No, you Real gotta talk. chase that Real storm. Talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it was a feminist movie. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, so she is. She's a strong female character. Yes. And it's, yeah. And it's never like about her being a strong female character. Mm-hmm. Right. She just yeah. is one. And it's never like she's never explicitly. She's never saved by Bill Paxton in a way where it's presented like she couldn't have done this herself. It was more like he was closer to the leather strap that they wrapped around that pipe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it wasn't like, oh, I'm terrified and stuck in this bathroom or wherever the fuck they were. Well, she wasn't helpless, but they did seem to point out that her um, obsession yes. with tornadoes made her make very irrational she was choices. emotionally compromised. Uh, yes. Yeah, all right. So he was forever saying things like, please don't run towards the tornado. Sure. And giving advice like, hang on. Right. Mm, okay. Which, you know, but they each gave each other just really basic advice like, go faster. Left. Get us well, off this obstacle. It's because neither of them could decide who could drive. There was a lot of discussion in the movie about who should be driving. Yeah. They oh. used the, uh, like, critiquing of the ones driving and then, hey, do you want to drive? Yeah. Burn? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Multiple times. But at yeah. the end, we realized that was just... 
sexual tension. Yeah, because <laughs> then they right. get blown away. The 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 uh, belt pipe scene does happen, and it's not actually his belt as right. I thought. Right. They go into some horse barn. Yes. Uh, and there's like leather straps. Yeah. For doing horse things I assume. With in there. That are bigger than belts, right. and they wrap yeah. them around a well, pipe. Well, it's a bridle, for Horses example. are bigger yeah. than people, yeah. so, I mean. And the pipe's pretty Facts. serious. You know, fact checks out. Uh, <laughs> they don't get cut up as much as I think we all would expect That's would happen. what should have happened. They should have been shredded and pierced by Well, they should have been shredded by the first tornado. They were under that bridge, and there was, like, shit flying past them yeah. the whole time. They just got Including dirty. a truck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Their own truck. Yeah. And a tractor. And later, a exploding semi truck. Yes, a petroleum-filled eighteen-wheeler. Yes, yeah. a lot of explosions. Surprising amount of explosions for a movie about wind. Yeah, I'd say though, Helen Hunt's coolest scene is where she's really laid back about pointing out that Bill Paxton is about to drive off the road or mm-hmm. drive into another. Yeah, yep. that one you're sort of like, oh, she doesn't get rattled easily. No, and thank you for telling him to drive. Yeah. Yeah. Feminist movie. Feminist movie. There we go. Icon. Icon. Uh, the uh, speaking of wind. Yeah. The we watched the credits almost all the way through. Yes, for you did. No reason. Uh, there was no, a pretty apparent see, reason. I wanted to see uh, if Paul Douglas was really in the movie, and if, he's credited, but I did not see him. No. Paul Douglas being a a local Minneapolis weatherman. He now. I don't know what he's on now. He was on uh, Bring Me the News for a while. Hmm. I think he might have started his own. I have no idea what he went. He used to be on WCC. Oh. Sweet. (laughs) (laughs) But the final song is just like nonstop. Wailing guitar. It was amazing. And then we find out that the name of the song is Respect the Wind by Van Halen. Yes. (laughs) Amazing. Fantastic. That's worth YouTubing. Respect the Wind by Van Halen. I agree. Just put that on. Just Google Twister and credits. 10 hour loop. Or the name of the song. No, screw that. (laughs) Twister. Because you don't, because then if you don't, if you don't watch the end credits, you don't get the symbolic clouds in the background telling you to respect the wind. Sure. Mm-hmm. The whole time there's these <laughs> ominous clouds rolling by as the like you know. It's all guitar solo. It as is. As far as I know. No, yeah. there was never a point like there was never even like a uh like a vocal anything. It was just <laughs> wicked guitar. May I tell a story that's slightly yes. off topic? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so Mad About You, hit series from yep. the 1990s starring Helen Hunt. NBC. Must see TV. Must see TV. Adorable couple. Really funny, funny show. Very popular. Well, a very good friend of mine was at a low point in his life, and he had just been dumped, and he was living with his parents, and he found himself one Thursday night wedged between his two parents on the sofa watching an episode of Mad About You, and he was feeling about as low as he thought he could feel when every time Helen Hunt and her uh, husband on the show, had Paul, a Reiser. Sweet, Paul Reiser, had a sweet moment, his mom would tap him on the elbow and go, see, honey, see, like that. You should be in a relationship like that. <laughs> oh. Devastating. Wow. Just devastating. So the point is, I can't watch Mad About You without thinking about, like, just being wedged between parents yeah. and, and experiencing and that. man's that. name? Hank Azaria. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Is, is Mad About You the show that ends in a very, like, real moment of divorce? 
What? No, there is the threat of divorce in the penultimate season. Yeah. Things are falling apart. Things are getting tense. Yeah. Helen Hunt's politician boss has yeah. smooched her. Oh. She mm. tells Paul Reiser he is upset because it is the 90s. Yeah. And he, obviously, that is the deal breaker for years <laughs> of marriage. That this dude did something without her permission. Yeah. Uh, then he goes to some film thing because he is a filmmaker. Yeah. And he flirts with some lady. And it's yeah. like, oh, it's like the Paul Reiser of ladies. And they have great chemistry. And there's this moment of hesitation where, like, maybe he's going to have an affair. But then he doesn't. Yeah. I, they, those may have happened in the opposite order of what of the way I just told them. Okay. The point is they get into a big fight and you think it's over. But then they realize they're in love and they've been trying to have a kid all season. And then the season ends with a pregnancy test with Helen Hunt looking at it, looking up, smiling quietly, fade to black. And America... Wet. Yes. <laughs> I don't think I watched the season after that. I did. Okay. They named the baby Mabel. Maple? Mabel. Oh, Mabel. Which is mother's always best everything love. I don't know. It's some cute little... Um... Mabel's an acronym? Well, it is in this thing. That's how they... They're, they're, in they the show, man. In, in the Mad About You universe. In the Mad About You universe, they, they can't figure out what to name the baby. And they go through all these names and none of them seem right. And then at a certain point, her mother says, just remember Mabel. Mother's... Oh, I don't know. It's some sweet thing. Okay. And they're like, oh, that's a name. She, Helen Hunt gets quiet. She gives a sweet smile. Uh-huh. Blackout. America. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't Twister end like that? Twister should have That would have been way uh, better than them being like, oh, we don't need to see the pretty sky team of men that I've clearly have better relationships with than Bill Paxton. I'm yeah. going to make out with my almost ex-husband. Ugh. Yeah. I actually thought that him helping her to put on her... Uh, Headphone equipment. That was weird. And uh, it, was, it was supposed it was to be a, like sexual. It was supposed to be sexual. But it was but just weird. It, just, it felt, you guys, I'm sorry. I felt really uncomfortable by this movie. Yeah. It was, that scene was a little weird. I agree. It was supposed to be like a. Chemistry. There's, oh, sparks are flying again. Yeah. And like, but he's like kind of breathing on her and like maybe grazes her boob. <laughs> like, with his he, like, yeah, it just sort of seemed like he was just being creepy. Yeah, but like the. the truck is shaking a lot because they're driving so right. fast yeah. as they do in the entire movie yes. <laughs> and so it's like awkward at the same time yeah. i agree that scene didn't do what it was trying to do whatever the hell really <laughs> that entire narrative arc didn't do what it was trying to do like at no point was i like oh these two should definitely get back together they're yeah. great together yeah like honestly i would have been ecstatic if that movie ended with i mean they can still be friends after going through this heroin experience together but i think it would have been better if instead of making out Philip Seymour Hoffman brought out a bag of J's and was like, let's go to Pizza Hut. And they all high five. And then the Van Halen song started. Freeze frame high five. And then, uh, what did we say? And then Nick Fury shows up at the end of the credits to recruit the tornado. Yeah. Uh, I want to see all movies end right? with Nick Fury stinger. Yeah, we need to start a YouTube channel. Nick copyright. Fury. Can you copyright a YouTube channel? <laughs> yep, okay, done. Mail this podcast to yourself with okay. a dated uh, stamp. NickFuryStinger.com slash YouTube. <laughs> what? YouTube.NickFuryStinger.com. Stinger. Stinger. I thought you said sticker. I, and I thought you were talking too. about the envelope. I was like, should we buy a sticker? Yes. Yeah. Should we buy stickers? <laughs> NickFuryStickers.com. Our new sponsor. Etsy. <laughs> so yeah, that's how it should have ended. So that's what we're doing. Well, and I would like to see, if I could stand to watch this movie again, I Why? would want to, I wouldn't do it, but I would want to <laughs> see it. Uh, with the Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom yes. uh, soundtrack mm-hmm. and the Jurassic Park soundtrack. Yes. I feel like it would have almost the exact same impact. It really felt like... It might like, even be better. 
I'm get. Let me okay. Let me present this to you. When they are strapped to that pipe, the storm finally <laughs> clears. Right? Storm finally clears. They look outside. Everything's great. Jurassic Park theme kicks in. Uh, that moment. That moment would have been way bigger. You would have been like your heart would have swollen. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I bet had Danny Elfman scored. This you know he movie, didn't score Jurassic Park. I know Park he right did now. not. <laughs> that was John Williams. I think so. Correct. Yes. Uh, but no, I was just trying to work it back into the bets. So oh, that right. was incorrect that uh, he had nothing to do with this. Yeah, it was just some dude. I mean, it was, yeah. seemed like a very fine. capable dude. Yeah. And yeah. It, it was wasn't, was it was like, it was half scored, half Yeah, there were a lot of, music. yeah. I feel like it must have been the entire Warner Brothers catalog. Totally. Uh, including Tori Amos. So yeah. maybe this was a feminist movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was co-written by a lady. Yeah, that's true. Well, she got second billing. But. Yeah. Well, Michael you know, Michael Crichton, he wrote Jurassic Park. Yeah. I mean. You know, probably she read it all out loud and then he repeated it. <laughs> 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 and that's what got made. Mm-hmm. Wow. It took a turn. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, we're all sad. <laughs> oh, no. I'm so sorry. Wow. I wish we had a weatherman to... Do you have another saucy hurricane joke? Hey, why Tornadoes happen in Oklahoma only. They don't. <laughs> they don't. Because of the Okies in Muskogee. What? Uh, no, I don't. This is not real. You got to work on these. <laughs> you got to work on these for your audition tape, man. I only have the hurricane, the, the derogatory to women hurricane show. <laughs> only again as that character. Only. 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 I declare. <laughs> it's only going to be 75 degrees today. <laughs> Okay, now I'm on board with this weatherman. <laughs> wow. How did it hold up? As compared to your expectations. Uh, Dan Linden, you had the lowest expectations. <laughs> yes, that's true. Did it hold up? Uh, I think it definitely met my low expectations in that uh, <coughs> not a lot happens. And since I'd seen the movie before, it's not like I was really going to be dazzled by the special effects. And it is almost 20 years old, so special effects have taken leaps and bounds. Although, again, it does hold up pretty well. Uh, so I will give it... Uh, I will give it three out of five Philip Seymour Hoffman baddies. <laughs> okay. Because I think it was a valiant effort for 1996 attempt to cash in on hey something crazy happens and some attractive people run around and yell about it <laughs> which was definitely definitely a genre in that decade of film that's true are these attractive people i feel like they're fine but they're not yeah. like if i was like let's cast some hotties in this sure i wouldn't go to hell 1996 Hunt. Well, Did no, people I, have like Helen other... Hunt posters on their wall? No, or, like, but well, nobody posters? had a poster on their wall. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying? No. Oh, wait. <laughs> what? What is this? <laughs> is this like another hurricane joke? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, okay. Let's say you're casting storm chasers, though. Yeah. For what you would think a storm chaser would look like, these are beautiful human beings. Yeah, they're just people in a movie. Yeah. They're always more attractive. That's ex- that's all I'm saying. No, and you're okay. jumping down my throat because you don't think Helen Hunt's attractive. But if you look at the cast of, say, Anaconda. Okay. Or other disaster movies. Sure. Which are basically models 
who sort of act. Right, because those are not prestige films. Oh. See, this one, they're going for a little column A, little column B. They want pretty people who can act, not just pretty people who can get killed by a CGI monster. Helen Hunt was also in that FedEx movie. What? That FedEx uh, Tom movie. Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks, yeah. What? Castaway. Wasn't that Meg Ryan? No, you're thinking of You Got Mail. Oh. <laughs> and probably a bunch of other yeah, sure. Sorry, I was really racking my brain for other movies Helen Hunt has been. And even though I know she's an accomplished actress, sure. I just couldn't remember. And an attractive woman. I don't see why I'm... I'm not saying <laughs> she's unattractive. She's just not, she's I'm just not, not like not, I wouldn't say, Kidman. like, she's a... For movies, if I'm a, casting a movie... Sure. And I want to... And, my priority is pretty people. Yeah. I'm not but cast I never, I'm not saying your yeah, priority is pretty people. Your priority is making a convincing floating <laughs> cow, right? That's your priority. But you still got to get a pretty face to look at to say, cow. Right. I don't know. No? I, feel like I can't make track. this argument without sounding like a huge ass. Helen Hunt is a beautiful woman. Bill Paxton is an attractive man. Sure. I mean, let's... Oh, you're going to say Paxton is not a good-looking man? I got a little dick. <laughs> Did you mention that on the show, or is that only during yes. Okay, good. Otherwise, that is going to be a very strange True lies. non-sequitur. True lies. I would like to see this movie again. Except Why? this time, I only characters I wanted are Philip Seymour Hoffman, Definitely. Helen Hunt, and her aunt and their dog. That's it? That's it. What do they I just, do? I don't know. Eat it doesn't steak. matter. Eat steak and tell stories? It basically. Light up a J and just. The conversations those characters had were a thousand times more interesting to me than anything else that was happening. Maybe those two horses from the end? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, and that... I think Beth nailed it with those were basically parallel beings. Yes. Yep. There was a horse twister movie happening yep. at the same time. <laughs> and they both run along the same fence, but right. on opposite sides. Yes. And then the horses get to the stable, and one of the other horses takes a, a human belt. Yes. <laughs> right. Puts it around its, uh, its waist, uh-huh. helps the lady horse put whatever. <laughs> Then they survive, and then they run free at and, the end. And what do they choose not to do? Kiss at the end. I. <laughs> Beth made an incredible pun when we were discussing the horse movie. They choose not to get a horse. Yes. Oh! Nailed it. That's all I wanted. Okay. That's I all forgot. I wanted. I forgot about that gold that I had spun earlier. Yeah, that's like the hurricane joke times twenty thousand. That is the F five of that dumb hurricane. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I believe I said that it, I think it would be fine. I thought it was fine, and okay. I predicted it would be fine. <laughs> and I think it was not even that. I think it was it was slightly under fine for me. Under fine. Yeah. Uh, the action scenes were somewhat entertaining, mm-hmm. but most of it was really boring. Yeah. Like the driving and the personal drama. I like personal drama. This was like just boring. Like, oh, we get it. Yeah. You guys are into each other, but yeah. you still fight. And you have passion, but, but... Let's say they had this exact same story arc, but they were slightly more attractive actors. <laughs> <laughs> you've been engaged by the personal drama? Of course. If it's been all kissing scenes, like Nicole Kidman right. and uh, Val Kilmer. Ugh. Just gnawing each other's faces. 
I would like to compliment them on that last kiss. It's reasonably passionate and but not, not too mushy. Yeah. 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 And and thank you for the middle shot and not the close up. Right. I thought that was really But those horses were just going to town <laughs> at the end of their movie. Yeah. Holy crap. Horses be humping. Horses be humping. There's another one for your weatherman audition. <laughs> Only horses be hopping. <laughs> Forecast for today. Horses are only hopping. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, I thought I would, well, before I was neutral on the movie, I felt like you can only go up from there. You're watching a movie with friends, right? Mm. So I thought I'd like it more. <laughs> sure. We're not good enough friends. Was I, I realized how boring this movie was. And I liked it a lot less. So mm-hmm. I give it two weather balls. Space balls. I can't remember. Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> Yours is fine. We can have our own rating system. Yeah. Okay. I was going to give it cows. Oh. I forgot. I was going to give it two How cows. How many? Two cows. Okay, two so cows. two cows, three Philly Hoff baddies. Yeah. One barn burner. One barn burner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was the name of Philly Hoff's uh, rockin'. RV. RV. Love Which machine. was weird because Molly mentioned the word barn burner before right. we even started recording today. Yes. And we all got very we excited. We were talking about the definition of it, mm-hmm. and then it popped up in the movie. It was not defined in the movie, though. No. We still don't actually know what that I, type I feel very confident it is a raucous late party. Late bet? This is a late bet. <laughs> late bet. The definition of barn burner is a raucous party. That would make sense with the character. Yeah. There was no burning barn. What? Well, there's a destroyed barn, but there was no burning no. barn. Burning burn. Burning burn. 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 Because you're partying in your barn. barn, and the party gets so out of hand. Right. You start that burning. You burn shit. the barn down. Because you're yeah. token it. You're token Jays. Yep. You're smoking cigars. Yep. High fiving. You're breathing fire with your moonshine. You're high fiving so hard you're making sparks. <laughs> That's amazing. I was just picturing the end of the movie. They would just. And the slow motion, no, freeze frame high five that yeah, we all yeah, hoped yeah. for. With the Van Halen, respect the wind. And yeah. then the car takes off and drives into the sky <laughs> yeah. like at the end of Greece. Yes. Have we, we haven't watched a movie yet with a freeze frame high five. I don't think so. Or a freeze frame at all. Have we? Uh Oh, Greece is, no, it's not, is it? I don't think there was a freeze frame. Mm. That's too bad. That's a classic, classic for the time period that yeah, most of our movies definitely. will have been filmed. Definitely. Yeah, I don't think we've gotten a freeze frame. It's a goal. It's a stretch goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I still want to be surprised by another animated opening. Right? I was yeah. really kind of holding out hope. It was technically animated. Yes. The uh, it letters. was just realistically so. Yeah. Which is fine. Letters got blown in as if in a twister. Right. A twister. Yes. Yeah. Any other final thoughts about this piece of generic cinema? I guess that pretty much covers it. Generic cinema is a very succinct way of uh, putting it. But this it. was the best of generic cinema. For 96, you know? yeah. For 96. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like a probably wonder, summer blockbuster. Oh, yeah. Whatever. What if we're just ruined on 90s movies? What if we're just never going to like a 90s movie as I much as we liked it when it first came oh. out? Oh, yeah. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids is amazing. Okay, I that's like one that movie. More. Was that's that the 90s? That's one movie. It's like 89. Ooh. It's 89. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> what if we can't find one? We'll find one. We'll find one. Come on. This is my solemn value. It's <laughs> <laughs> just in. Oh, we'll find a movie you like. <laughs> From the only you wait for nine days. I just 
like an old man. There's a lot of movies from the 90s. I'm sure there'll be one that we enjoy. Yeah. Still. That sounds like just last words. Like, because even, like, watching this movie. I'm so pessimistic. (laughs) But even watching this movie, the very classic, oh, I'll never eat a sandwich. Right. Cut to... Dude eating a sandwich. Yeah. We've seen that thousands of times. It's not new or fresh. And sure. it happened twice in twice. this Twice. Come on, guys. But this is like, we're talking about factory churned out studio fare. There's got to be some 90s cult classics that were outside of the system, slightly, slightly outside <laughs> of the system, that hold up. Okay. Maybe none of us have seen them <laughs> and we'll never be able to watch them for the show, but they're out there, I'm sure. Just like the truth. This is an X-Files reference? X-Files. Oh. <laughs> wow. I bet half of that crew, I bet half of Helen Hunt's crew were guest stars on the X-Files. Yeah. That like was a post bet? Yes. Because that was a stable of character actors. Like mm-hmm. successful character actors. Yeah. Stable. <laughs> None of them get a divorce. Hopefully none of them got a divorce. <laughs> and their relationships were stable. Talking about beating a dead... <laughs> what? Brain in, Beth Gibbs. <laughs> now we're just making horse jokes. Nay. <laughs> All right. That's our, that's our show. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Totes Recall. New episodes drop on the 15th of every month. You can find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Totes Recall Pod. Subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. It helps more people find the show. Totes Recall is hosted by Molly Chase, Beth Gibbs, Dan Jaquette, and Dan Linden. Produced by Beth Gibbs. For more information, check out noisepicnic.com slash totesrecall.